0: Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. With all your heart. We talk like that. You see it in films. People write like that in letters. I've heard people say the words out loud to one another. We'll say things like, like just those words. I love you with all my heart. I love you from the bottom of my heart. I love you with all my being. I'll love you always. Have you ever said those words? You feel them in your heart about somebody in your life? A lot of times when you see them in the movies, or people say them out loud, I hear them about how parents talk about their children, or about how you talk about your spouse, or about how we might talk about our mother or our father. What does it mean when you say it? What do you mean by it? you say, I love you with all my heart, well, I'm thinking some of the things that most of us believe and are convicted to be, to be this way is we think about the person all the time. They keep coming up in our mind. And we're there for them. When they need us, we're there. You can count on me. I've got your back. Aren't those the things we mean when we say that? I love you with all my heart. So Jesus in the gospel today, they're trying to test him again. We heard the test last week about the coin. Now they're testing him about which is the greatest commandment. Because they thought if he brought up one, they could argue against him. And what Jesus does here is something that's very common throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament is taking a line here from Scripture and a line over here and putting them together. A lot of people did that. You You can see examples of it in the Scriptures. So Jesus does the same thing. He takes a line from Deuteronomy and a line from Leviticus and he puts them together. What's unique is it doesn't appear that anyone else has ever put these two lines together. Love God with all your heart, your soul, your mind. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And they had no argument against him. So I want to reflect on that first line, love God with all your heart. How can I do that? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm even in my life and I'm still hoping to be able to love someone with all my heart, among people who are flesh and blood. How can I love God with all my heart for someone I can't see, and I can't talk to when they talk right back? How can we do that? I love the Wizard of Oz. I watched it as a kid. I still like watching it again. There's such, even though it's a simple family story, there's so many profound truths in it, in the, all the books that L. Frank Baum wrote, and then they're, you know, they're on screen in the movie. You remember the Tin Man? He was desperate for a heart. He wanted a heart. But if you notice in the movie, he's the most caring of all the four of them. Every character in that movie, what they were looking for, they already had it inside of them. The one who keeps figuring out where they should go is the scarecrow who wants a brain. The uh, lion, when it comes to it, he has the courage. Once Dorothy's in trouble, he says, I'll do it for Dorothy. So the tin man wants a heart. And you remember at the end of the movie, after Toto pulls back the screen and they realize the wizard is not that big image that they're seeing, it's just a man. He pulls out of his bag for the Tin Man a heart-shaped, ticking clock covered in shiny red enamel. And then he says this to the Tin Man, "'Remember, my sentimental friend, that a heart is not judged by how much you love, but by how much you are loved by others.' Now, since I'm an adult, every time I hear that line, there's something inside of me that says, that's wrong. I don't like that line. That's not how it is. A a, a heart is, is supposed to be judged by how much we love. Until this week, something hit me, and it's this gospel. There's a Latin proverb, it goes like this. Namo dat quad non-habit. In English, you can't give what you don't have. And then I think I got to what L. Frank Baum was getting at. He's really saying a heart is not formed by how much you love, but how much love you let in to your heart. So how do we love God with all of our heart? Well, we can't do it unless we first let love in our hearts. I want to suggest two ways to do that. There are many ways that we can let more love in our hearts. But I want to just suggest two. One of them is really from Saint Ignatius of Loyola. He's founder of the Jesuits. The very first meditation that he gives you when you go on the 30-day spiritual exercises, he says, I want you to think about the first principle and foundation that everything in the world has been given to you and to me. It's all meant for us. How blessed we are you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people in our, in our world, they have so many people loving them, but they never feel the love. We, either we take it for granted, or we just don't realize it. So one way to let more love in my heart is to look around your life. Think about when you get up in the morning. Wow, what a day. It's meant for you. The way our body works is so personal. In those who study the body, if they reflect on what they're studying, they get more and more amazed at how wonderful a creation we are. Look around your lives and your family and your friends. Maybe I am taking their love for granted. Maybe they love me a lot more than you can even imagine. That's one way to let more love in. The second way is the way the monks did, the way they still do. They've been doing this for hundreds of years. Saint Benedict talks about it in the rule, his rule for the the brothers that were with him. They call it Lexio Divina. So what they will do is they start reading the scriptures and they come to a word or a phrase it looks really attractive, or they can really feel the power in it. And what they'll do then, is they just keep pondering that word or that phrase. They used to, for many hundreds of years, they said it out loud. They wanted to hear the word, so they would say it out loud. So for instance, they could say this, from the book of Isaiah, And maybe you could even use your first name when you start this. Michael, I have called you by name. You are mine. And then they would just sit with that. And then they would say it again. Michael, I have called you by name. You are mine. And they would keep staying with it until they really embraced it, and it was part of who they were. And in that process, their heart has grown bigger. They've let God's love in. And once we learn how to let God's love in, it just wants to spill over in love for our neighbors, our brothers and sisters. We see them more and more as our brothers and sisters. So Jesus gives us this great commandment, love God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. And really what he's saying here is, and you will love your neighbor as yourself. Now I like the same moment that's here in Matthew, is also in Mark, the Gospel of Mark. But he has the reply of the lawyer, Matthew doesn't include it. But in Mark, what the lawyer says after he hears these two commandments, he says this back to Jesus with great enthusiasm. Yes, master, you're right. To love God with all our heart and soul and mind and to love our neighbor as ourselves. There's no other commandment greater than these. And then Jesus says to him, And if you and I would hear what he says to him, I think many of us would have shivers of joy. Jesus looks to that lawyer and says, you are not far from the kingdom of God. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.